I'm Susan West, and this is the People and Profit Podcast. Yes, I said and. As business leaders, we should never have to choose between our people and our bottom line. I believe that you can lead with love while creating wealth. This is your opportunity to learn and grow with me. Thank you for joining me again. Managing 20 operations throughout the state of Florida is no easy feat. Have you ever seen the movie A Walk to Remember? It's, well, let's talk about it. Mandy Moore, one of my favorite actresses. And Mandy has maybe 20 wishes, but two wishes on her wish list. One is to be in two places at one time, or I should call it a bucket list, and the other was to get a tattoo. Okay, forget about the tattoo. I'm not going to talk about that today. But the pivotal moment when she is standing with one foot in Virginia and one foot in North Carolina, that's exactly what I'd like to be able to do. I will tell you this. She made it look pretty easy. It's a rom-com, right? Pretty easy. Stand in two places at one time. Fabulous movie. I definitely recommend you watch it. But it's not that easy. But a lot of my career, I have spent having to be in multiple places at one time, multiple tasks at one time, and having to decide, having to prioritize. We'll talk a little bit about all of that today. Luckily, again, I thrive on pressure and I thrive on multiple things to do at one time. I'm Susan West, District President for Fidelity National Title East Florida, and I'm here to talk to you today specifically about how I manage multiple markets through constant changes. What I really want to talk about when I talk about markets, I want to talk about the physical markets, the geographic footprint that I manage, that I oversee. And the first place to start when I talk about the geographic footprint is the fact that we do title insurance in all 67 counties in Florida. So those of you that didn't know we have 67 counties in Florida, in Florida now you do. With that being said, my geographic footprint where I have actual locations runs from Jacksonville down to Plantation, which is right north of Miami, across the state a little bit in Davenport, Lakeland, and then down south, straight down 27, which is LaBelle, Florida. So those are where we have physical locations that I oversee. Our company as a whole, as you all know, is a Fortune 200 company, and I have two counterparts in Florida that have physical locations covering the West and more on the East than what I just mentioned um, that I have. So there you have it. There's our geographic footprint, my geographic footprint, and I am managing all of those markets. And I think the biggest thing that I want to say out loud about those markets is the difference. For instance, downtown Orlando, right? I have markets, uh, I have Winter Park, I have Lake Nona, right? Lake Nona is a thriving area. Winter Park is a sophisticated area with old money and new money. We have offices in Lake County, offices in, in Winter Garden, specifically in the Hamlin market that is, again, just a really big nationally renowned growth spot. Um, and then we have locations in Waterford, locations in Oviedo. I'm not going to touch on all of them, but I want to make it clear that each one of these different markets that we're in has a different community feel, a different need, and we have to speak to that need in each one of those markets. And then let's go on down the state to 
Port St. Lucie, for instance. Let's talk about Lakeland, for instance, and those markets. And they are really very community driven. And uh, Lakeland, we're on Main Street. We're in a building that has, um, you know, double stories, some of them triple stories, and oftentimes maybe a, a tenant, right? Or a landlord living above the building. You know what that looks like, right? The Main Street with the beautiful, beautiful, I believe, oak tree right in the center of town. That's one market we're in. And we have to be really community driven in that market, really understand the community, understand the people and speak to what their needs. Again, very similar to Port St. Lucie. We're in Vieira. We were in Merritt Island and we shifted over to Vieira because Vieira has some real growth in it. We weren't feeling the growth in the specific location that we were in Merritt Island physically in. And I'm not saying Merritt Island doesn't have growth. I'm just saying where we were, we decided it made sense to move down the road to Vieira to capture some real new growth. And I just think it's really important to have this conversation that says, depending on where we are, we have to speak to that market. New Smyrna Beach, one of our top performing, our top performing office actually. And that is a a market that has people that live there and love New Smyrna, are so proud of the community. There are, are people that have vacation homes right there. There are people that have investment properties. And we have to speak to all of that. We dress professionally in our office, but we have clients that will come in in uh, swim trunks or flip-flops, and, and we welcome you, every one of you, we welcome to our office. But again, it's 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 different community right there than, again, it is in Lakeland, than it is in downtown Orlando. So we have really had to pay attention to the markets we're in and speak specifically to those markets. And I believe from there, you know, I want to talk about pro- prioritizing the right relationships. So I've talked about that within each market, the right relationship. When I was early on in my career, I lived over on the West Coast of Florida and I was in charge for sales of um, sales in Sarasota County and sales in Manatee County. And when I was in Sarasota County, when I had my Sarasota County day, I was typically calling on realtors, again, on Main Street, downtown Sarasota, Bee Ridge area, all the growth areas there. And I wore a business suit. I wore a business dress. That's how I dressed when I did sales in Sarasota. When I did sales in Bradenton, I could have gotten away with blue jeans, but my company didn't allow that. But I was dressing a little more casually and not as professionally because Bradenton didn't call for that. And I say that to say, these are simple things that I'm talking about, but we have to speak to the clientele that we're calling on and we have to speak to the market that we're in. And we also, in title insurance, by the way, have to understand the market. In some markets, the it's driven and, and the typical thing is that the seller pays for the buyer's title insurance. In some markets, such as Sarasota County, the buyer pays for the buyer's title insurance. In those instances, our prices, while they're promulgated and they're set by the Department of Insurance, there are some simultaneous issue, extra policy that's being written. And I'm not going to teach title insurance today, but those policy costs are different based on who's paying them for the simultaneous issue. So we have to look at the market. We have to look at the standard in the market. We have to understand it. There are things, by the way, different in Miami than any other market that we're in as far as what we have to pay when there's a mortgage or a transfer, uh, deed transfer in that county. So we have to understand the Miami market and what their clerk is going to require when we record a deed, which 
honestly, isn't required in any of our other markets. We need to understand the marketplace where municipal uh, lien searches, we do those on all of the contracts. What's required? What does the municipality need from us? What what happens when um, there's a code lien violation? Who do we talk to? What do they need from us? When we do recordings, I mentioned that in Miami, people will call us and say, hey, I want to take my mom off my deed. Can I still get homestead exemption? Well, guess what? That's very, very market driven. So we have experts in each one of these markets that they can answer the questions. But if someone calls me, I can't answer a Florida question that's that specific. I can't answer it broadly because each market will have a different answer. What are the needs of our realtor partners, our lender partners, our builder partners? Honestly, those needs change depending on what market we're in. The great thing is in some of the newer markets that we're in, we come in and we are offering to partner. We are really offering to make a difference knowledge-wise on what we know about real estate, about what we know in the other markets. So we're able to take one market that we've been in that's thriving, that's maybe more advanced than another market, and then go into another market and say, let's talk about what we do here in, in another market. So, you know, crossing over between markets and sharing our knowledge and our experience, our education from one market to the other really makes a difference. I'd also say that it's really important as things change in the market place. For instance, you all should know because you're watching this podcast and I talk so much about real estate on this podcast that interest rates when low, there tends to be refinances, right? An abundance of refinances. And in that instance, our client really is the lender and then the lender's client. And we're spending a lot of time with the lenders, essentially asking them to ask their client, their borrower, right, to send their refinance business to us because we insure the lender. That's part of what we do. We also handle the closing. We have a fiduciary responsibility to handle the monies in the transaction. So we want to handle that transaction. So the best way for us to be able to earn the right to handle that transaction is to speak with the lender and ask the lender to ask their customer if, if they can use us. So when rates are low, a lot of refinances are typically happening. And we also, by the way, do resale business. And that resale business, we talk to a lot of realtors. And we go to the realtor professional and we let them know what we can do for their client. Again, is it a selling seller-driven market or is it a buyer-driven market? And we talk to either the listing realtor or the selling realtor to be able to suggest to them the benefit for them to ask their client to use us for the closing. In a high interest rate market, we're seeing less refinances, right? Which means we're seeing more, um, a higher percentage of resales than we are refinances. And in that instance, we need to talk more to realtors. But we need to understand that we can't just walk away from our lenders, leave them empty handed and not spend any time with them. So what am I saying? I'll break it down. My sales team has heard us say this a thousand times. When the rates are higher and there aren't refinances, our lender partners still need to be able to partner with them with us rather. We need to help them know how they can create more business and we need to remain loyal to them. But we also need to be mindful that the business, because we are running a business, is going to come from the real estate professional in this market, the realtor, more so than it will the lender. But we cannot exit one partner 
to enter with another partner. We have to make sure everybody feels the love. And that is really kind of a recap for you as I just go back through to be concise with what I've said is I have 20 locations, very specifically community locations that we need to serve differently oftentimes very differently. Yes, title insurance is title insurance. Curative work is curative work. But do you know this? We have some counties, Lake County would be one of them, where there are a lot of people that have come to Florida, Lake County, and they have died there. What does that mean? We have a lot of probate we have to look through. We have a lot of heirs that we have to follow up with. And there's a lot more work in that market. So I need someone in my office in Lake County, which we have very seasoned people there because we need people that really understand title insurance in our Lake County office. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean we don't need people that understand title insurance in other operations, in other offices. But again, the need of the market is what we have to put in that market to serve the market and serve the community. I think that it's also really important that again, we need to serve the community that we're in, we need to serve the clients that we're in, and we also need to make sure that our ability to serve clients is fluid as the client need changes. The example I gave today was refinances versus low interest rate versus resales. But also I think it's important to understand we're a Fortune 200 company. I'm really proud of that. And with that, we have specialty shops, specialty opportunities, and we have a national reach. One of our operations is our commercial operation. We do commercial retail, but we also do commercial business that comes from our national relationships. And I think that it's really really important to understand our national reach has really made a difference for our partners in Florida. We, I would say, at least 10 times a week, get a call from one of our partners in Florida, whether it's a realtor, whether it's a lender, whether it's a builder, asking us about another state and asking us for a connection in another state. We thrive on doing that because we love to share the fact that we have a width and a depth that other companies that don't work for a Fortune 200 company, they just they just don't have. So we, we love that. But I also want to say this. It's really important as we look at our geography, as we look at our market, that we also serve what I call specialty communities. The investor department that we have is very specialized. And I'm going to do another podcast. And that podcast is going to talk about the decades that our investor department has been serving communities and how what they do, the investor department, whether it's real estate owned properties, whether it's auction properties, what they do has changed over the years because we have to be fluid with the market changes. Another specialty shop that I just mentioned is our commercial department that is run by one of our attorneys. And we love that we have an attorney in charge. We also have an attorney We also have attorney underwriters, but we do have an attorney running our commercial department. And then we have a builder department. And our builder department is just that. We serve national, regional builders through our builder department. And that is an opportunity for us to have an office that really is um, less need, that uh, an office that needs less curative work. What do I mean by that? We have title issues we really don't have in our builder department because it's a platted subdivision 
the search has been done. We're just um, selling and insuring, right? Conveying rather and insuring one lot at a time. And the whole parcel has already been searched. So we're not having title issues that we have to solve. They've already been solved. But what we do have is a high volume of production in our builder department. So in that instance, you know, we need techie people that are organized that can run through production. Production, I equate it to, you know, your um, car factory, right? They're building a car. Everybody has a very specific, succinct role in the process. Our builder department is very process oriented. And that's why the national regional builders love the volume that we can do. In summary, I am blessed to be able to do what I love to do every day. I'm passionate about each market I'm in. I have experts sitting in each market that I'm in. And honestly, I believe the passion creates momentum, which creates more opportunities for me, more opportunities for our employees, and more opportunities for our clients. So it's doable. It's hard. I love it, and I'm glad to be here today with you sharing just a little bit about the very things that I'm in charge of for Fidelity National Title. I want to thank you again for listening to People in Profit with me. If you want more thoughts, more insights on leadership and how to thrive in real estate, in the real estate industry, sign up for our monthly newsletter, The Recap found in the show notes. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the reframe underscore FNT. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the reframes people and profit with me, Susan West. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Stockworth Studios production.